everybody to another episode of M-Class Email. Oh yeah, we're here. If you've never listened to M-Class Email before, God, this is going to be confusing for you. It's going to be a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> How many podcasts out there start off in the first 30 seconds telling you, this is going to be a bad experience. Just shut it off if you haven't listened before. <laughs> What do we do in this show? What is the people premise? S- people send us emails, um, yeah. sometimes based on our other program, M-Class Podcast, and sometimes not, and uh, we react to them, answer them, play with them, whatever it happens to be, and yeah. uh, it used to just be a segment at the end of M-Class Podcast, but we got so many emails that we just didn't have time for it. Our podcast was ending up three and a half hours long. So yeah, we're we not fucking it. hardcore history here. We're not, we don't got five-hour podcasts to no. do. No, 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 no. We're trying to keep our podcasts usually about an hour and a half or less. So Yeah, this is kind of like uh, M-Class Plus, really. Pretty much. Right? Which uh, I, I felt for a long time it should probably be a Patreon-exclusive thing, but uh, people have rallied against that. So They've rallied against it? For now. For now, you're safe, but you know, you know what they say. You know what they say. Fuck you. No, <laughs> we love you guys. We love all of you. But yeah, we we're gonna read your emails on this show. We have uh, sort of a sparse lot this time. Um, so Josh, sparse. why don't you start? Sparse means a lot, right? No, 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 no. Okay, this one is from Fedco. It's titled Sup? Star Trek Plody. Oh, I believe that's. Peyote with the Peyote. the O lowercase for some reason. Oh, because or is not a oh. important enough. It's, it's a piodi. Piodi, PD. Peyote. Anyway, here's the email. <laughs> B plot. Someone needs to pass their driver's license test in the holodeck. Which That's is an it. email I believe we've gotten before. I don't know if it was from Fedco, but it was the exact same email for the most part. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. I think it would be too, especially if it was Data and Worf, and Worf had to get his driver's license, and Data I'm, was trying to coach him. I'm gonna kick it up a notch. I'm gonna add some uh, ads here. Put uh, some cayenne on that bitch. Put some cayenne on it. Uh, it's Data and Worf, and in the holodeck, they get stuck in the holodeck like normally, right? Of course. But they go on a crazy road trip adventure across America. That sounds amazing. That's like a ten-parter I would watch. And it's like the holodeck's fucked up, so nobody understands what they are. They're like, what the hell are you? <laughs> Yo, I've got a nightmare scenario that I can oh, pitch God. for this. Okay. So, there's a holodeck program. It's a driving program across America. Yeah, it's called Cruisin' USA. Oh, got God, it. I love those games. And Cruisin'. The, um... The person who gets stuck in the holodeck is on Voyager, and it's Neelix. Oh, And then Neelix hosts diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh my god, it's already, that's a show that exists. (laughs) Neelix already, the Neelix of Earth already hosts that show. I would never put that on Guy Fieri. Same hair, same type of hair. It's true. I met Guy Fieri, Fieri, I met him once. It's Guy Fieri, yeah. Yeah, he was alright, I guess, I don't know, he's... It's like, uh, I there's this like polar opposite thing happening between him and Alton Brown, right? Where you like mm-hmm. you see Alton Brown on TV, and he's like this whimsical type of like uh, Bill Nye, but for Bill food, Nye, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and you see Guy Fieri, and he goes around the South and talks about how the Southern food is the best, and he looks like a fucking barbecue exploded. <laughs> and uh, he looks he's like, like a Fast hyper, and the Furious. Type, he's just a hyper loud type of guy in all ways. <laughs> and you would think. Which one of those is the right-wing piece of shit, and which one no, is the liberal guy? No, don't ruin guy? this for me. Do not say this. Alton, is this true? Alton Brown is kind of a right-wing piece of shit. He's alt-right brown? Yeah, he is alt-right brown a little bit. But fucking Guy and Fieri looks like a Fast and the Furious poster. Guy Fieri is extremely liberal. Like, his sister's gay and he's like a big yeah. lgbtq rights advocate and like he does all these like huge charities and stuff when oh man for all these types of causes and everything. it's almost like you can't judge some kind of book by its cover it's like it's almost like you can't judge a barbecue explosion by its cover <laughs> well now i you just ruined my day I well fuck. I ruined my day when I found out about it. It's been ruining my day since. So welcome but to hell. Brown is like a science guy. What the fuck, man? Is that all a, an act? Are you telling me things on TV are sh- are not real? I don't know. He's he's. I, I wouldn't call him all right. I will say that. I would call him like a rich Republican. Oh, if he's rich, then of yeah. course, right. Um, I would not call him all right. I'd call him so. A what rich does he Republican. believe? Like, what's <laughs> like? He pretty obviously voted for Trump. That's like an obvious one. The, why is it the Trump sticker that he has on his car? Uh, like, there's there's drunken rants about Hillary. Oh, but um, okay. <laughs> he mostly kept it all under wraps, but like you know, you can't not be a piece of shit if you're a piece of shit. It comes out eventually. <laughs> Don't look it up, it'll make you sad. Um, yeah. So he's like the Mark Summers of the Food Network. Wait, Mark Summers is in on the Food Network. Wait, Mark Summers is a, a Republican? No, no, he's not. He's not. I don't know. I just I just hate Mark Summers. Mark I don't Summers, really hate him. Oh, yeah, you're, you like irrationally hate Mark Summers. Yeah, I, I don't really hate this. him, though. I don't. I don't. That's all like a bit that I do. Sure. But Mark Summers was the host of Double Dare. I know. Luke was on Double Dare. He won't ever tell us what episode it was. I think there we is found a it. Double Dare channel on Pluto. Speaking of Pluto earlier, in the oh day. fuck! I think we found it because his name isn't Lu- really his name. I'm just blowing his shit up. Right yeah. Now. Well, now everybody knows. <laughs> well, you are. I mean, it's in his Twitter. Like you can see that. I I don't know Luke, so I'm not going to say anything about the show. I didn't see him on. Well, he's on Double Dare, and he didn't win. So thought he was on Guts. Didn't you know somebody who was, I on, was guts? on guts? You were not on guts. <laughs> I was on guts. You were not on guts. I have aggro crag. You don't have an aggro crag. If you were on guts, you would have lost. Nope, I would have won. I was spry back then. You were. I was. I was fast. They would have. They would have opened the windows and sun would have came in and you would have fucking scorched it. Yeah, I have vampire powers and they shoot in a studio. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, you would have won. I just floated to the top and grabbed you that were fucker. Like, <laughs> floated out. Bye. They were like, "Damn it! There's nothing against the in the rules that says a vampire can't play basketball." The producers are flipping through the rule book. There's nothing in here that says a vampire can't win. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna pitch the Data and Wharf in the holodeck. Yeah, do a driver's license test and drive across the USA. Those are great mm-hmm. things. Uh, I will ditch my own nightmare scenario of Neelix. Fuck you, Neelix. Our next email is from J.G. Herdman. 
Oh, yeah. It's entitled, From J. Gordon Herdman, High School Student from the Year 3369. Ooh. <laughs> Golly gee gosh voice. Dearest Hostman, after having secured second place in last year's science fair by planting a bunch of arugula plants in wormy dirt, I put together this reverse time capsule for my freshman history class. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate your quick responses since my paper's due tomorrow. <laughs> what kind of fucking, fucking, uh, leave it to beaver ass world is this? <laughs> Question one. Is JG a common abbreviation for J. Gordon or junior grade? Which one is it for J.G. Hertzler? If I That's ever had my- a son and name him after me, should I make his middle name be junior grade? <laughs> I don't think you're in any trouble of having a son. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Gotcha, JG. Man. Jay is... I don't think I've ever met anyone named JG. JG Wentworth? JG Wentworth. Wentworth. 677.com. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Why did historical figures like Cassidy Yates run freight in some ugly cargo ship when they could be eating jambalaya in a definitely not underwater New Orleans restaurant? (laughs) I know officers get better quarters than crewmen, and some Sovereign-class starship captains even got a captain's yacht. Did people's jobs determine how many transporter and holodeck credits they get for the month? How about the size of their apartment or home? Are trips to Rises scheduled by a raffle for underachievers? I imagine the inner desire to find fulfilling work, as well as social pressures to contribute, were still important back then, but it seems like resources like real estate and holodecks were still limited. I don't think so. Um, I think they just call it the captain's yacht, because that's what they would call it. Right? Like, they would kind of call... I don't think it was really his yacht, you know? It was, like, more like a ship that maybe they would host things on. Starfleet itself is like a meritocracy, like a true meritocracy. Yeah. Which I imagine, like, science places are. Like, a lot of type of places, like, the the harder you work, the longer you work, the more you achieve, the yeah. more, like, perks you get from it. But, like, you're talking about, like, quarters and shit. Like, I mean, O'Brien isn't even an officer, and he's got the same quarters as the captain does. Well, that's on, um... Uh... Fucking... DS9. DS9, which is, like, a Cardassian ship. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I mean I don't I don't know. I don't, it, I don't think this happens on Earth is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, think, I don't I think either. this happens on ships because they're it's Starfleet's a meritocracy. Yeah. On Earth I, I think you live in whatever size apartment or home you want. And like yeah. when one gets vacated, like somebody decides to move somewhere else, like that becomes open for people to like uh apply for. Right. And uh I imagine like it's it's like full on like socialist communist style right where like your application is based on like your need right probably like if you work in that area or you like you have family in that area and you'd like to move there then like when a place opens up like you apply for it and right. you, you get it or you don't you can try it next time it doesn't even really matter though right like cause like if you don't live near your family just transport yeah, to them you can transport there <laughs> just it's instantaneously like, they, f- they figured out a lot of problems in the future that we don't have answers for right yeah now. i don't know how it works because it's if i did i would have the answer to a lot yes of, yeah and like um i don't think real estate and holodecks are limited 
Like holodecks no, on know. Earth, especially, but like on the Enterprise, there's no limit to the amount of holodeck time anyone has. The only time holodeck is ever limited is on Voyager, and even then, not really. I would imagine real estate in on Earth is a lot kind of how like a historical districts work now, where like there'd have to be some kind of process where you would be like, well, I want to build a house here, and they'd be like, well. No, because this is like a forest or whatever, and we, yeah, you know, what I, you know what I mean, like probably something like that. I think the idea that um, real estate is limited in the way we understand it is like a manufactured idea to drive yeah. up the prices of real estate. Absol- it's like, yeah, I agree with that because, like, in the far flung future, there's probably not a whole lot of like all of the rundown small tiny town cities that we have yeah. now would be like much bigger much more populated well stocked cities and like we're which seeing would be it, enough room yeah. for everybody easily especially because there are so many other planets that humans live on as well also like i said like it doesn't matter where you are <laughs> no you can go anywhere anyway yeah you could just teleport to work right but like, i mean there's... like the question is, like, if you want to live on Earth, like, how would it work? And right. the answer is, I wish I knew that so we could do it. <laughs> yeah, me too. That'd be nice. But, We're seeing yeah. the beginnings of it now, I think, right? Like, because of the pandemic, like, you don't have to go into work. So yeah. people are moving away from uh, cities. And they're just like, well, I'll live out here and do just work from here, you know? And, like, like I said, like, Huntington, West Virginia... And is like this tiny little town now, but it was supposed to be a city, and I think that would be achieved in the future, right. where it's just as nice of a town as like any other small to mid-sized city, and it has yeah. just as much space available because it does. It's just people don't live there in that amount. Right, and it would be like uh, every city in Star Trek. It would have a giant building in the center of the city where the secret Section Thirty One would be. <laughs> Because George Kirk died. <laughs> uh, what I'm what I'm thinking is that like vertical living would be a lot more important. Oh yeah, like uh, every town, like Coruscant. every town that's like very flat would become much higher, and there would be easy transport from one place to another using transporters. Yeah, every it, you're also thinking too. Like I I agree with you 100. percent I also think too like you're dealing with a society of people that like don't waste space you know what i mean yeah, like we're absolutely. not we're we're much better about like where how, like what we're doing with our space and shit also i think the idea of like owning a big place would be dead by that point like you would have as much space as you need and again again you're seeing it now with like the tiny home thing yeah absolutely and people do that because of cost but they also do it because they like they like it. It's like, it's neat. I like it. I like. I mean, if I didn't have so many awesome fucking figures and lightsabers, yeah. <laughs> you'd have no place to put that shit. I'd have to have a tiny house just for that shit. <laughs> um, and as for the question, like, why would Cassidy Yates run freight in an ugly cargo ship instead of just not doing anything? It's yeah. fun. Yeah, why not? It's fun to captain a ship. Like people daydream about it today. Like, why wouldn't people do it in the future? Yeah, like, you're just doing like delivery work or whatever, but you get to fucking fly through space in a spaceship. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> and you don't have to answer to anybody. Like if you're not like a, a Starfleet type of person, you can just become a freight captain. 
Yeah. And you still get to go into space and visit all these crazy cool places. Yeah, you gotta remember that, like, here on Earth, like, delivering stuff around your neighborhood is boring because it's Earth. But in space, you're delivering to places probably where you've never seen anyone like that before. It'd be, yeah, absolutely. Every day would be a super new adventure. You're not delivering, like, across town. You're delivering across galaxy. Yeah, man. It'd be awesome. And that's cool as fuck. And you get to be your own boss. I mean, that this question is sort of like, why is Jeff a freelancer instead of just getting a much more, like, yeah. cushy job yeah. that's, like, easier to do at, like, a, a design firm or something? Yeah, I think with Cassidy... Because I don't like, want a fucking boss. Yeah, it's, exactly. I think with Cassidy, a part of her character is that she's her own woman, right? Oh, she's yeah. Not, she, she does not take yeah. orders. Yeah, she's not gonna, like, just be like, I'm gonna sit at home and make jambalaya, you know what I mean? Yeah, she gotta be out there seeing the universe. Yeah, she gotta, she gotta get out there and fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, I think you can go to Ryza whenever you want as well. Like, I want to go to Ryza. Uh, I don't think you need to. I don't think there's such a thing as underachievers in the future. Sir, People don't you, really think about it that way. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, that's that's a subjective. And like, the thing is, like, we think all the time because I think we feel uh, this is going to be an anti-capitalism rant. So get ready. I, I'm with you. Um, skip ahead if you're a capitalist pig dog. But, um... <laughs> The, the way we think about people who just sort of sit around and do nothing as, like, yeah. underachievers and that, like, if we create... We have this idea that if we created this perfect society where there's no, like, societal pressure to do anything, that all these people would continue to do nothing. Right. And I don't Nobody think Nobody does true. nothing. Nobody does nothing. That's yeah. the, the myth that we are told, right? Like, I don't think like, that's true, man. I think, like... If I could just make art whenever I want without any pressure for money, no pressure to, like, fulfill anybody else's yeah. desires, I would make yeah. art every day. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it becomes... The older I get, the more I really believe that our purpose in the universe is to experience life. I oh, don't, yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's got anything to do with the capitalization of our time and, and efforts. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, like, if if we ha as a society had no capitalist pressure put on anyone, a lot of those people who we think of as, like, underachievers or whatever would find their real passion that they never get a chance to do because they're running that rat race. Yeah. Like, maybe someone's real passion is is cooking. Maybe someone's real passion is, like, oh, I actually really love to, like, take care of plants. Yeah. Maybe somebody's real passion is like, oh, I'm like a caregiver. And right. I never know. Like there if you can do anything, I feel like everybody would find something that they really love. That's like the crazy thing about like and again, like we're living in an unprecedented time where we're all connected, but also there's eight billion of us. Like yeah. there's so many people that there is plenty of us. <laughs> this isn't this isn't 1200, right? Like it's not like we're all stuck in a village and like, well that guy has two legs, so he has to be a farmer. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like there's 8 billion people. There's plenty of people to do other shit. And there's plenty of uh, machines to do other shit, right? Like I tell you what I've I've always kind of thought this because like I grew up in the south is that if people were given the chance in the south to do almost anything, 
I feel yeah. like we would have so many farms. Like, yeah. endless farms. Because everybody's right. dream is to own a farm. They all want to own a farm, yeah. They all want to be able to, like, cultivate and create and, like, nourish. And that's amazing, but nobody ever really gets the chance to because there's such a high ceiling for the cost of starting one well it's radical now right but i i always when i'm talking to my girlfriend who's in like the restaurant business she's always like you know these people they always want to start a restaurant and they like don't understand like how hard it is but if you take away all the financial burden of it you could just run a restaurant (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) Right? Your, re- like, your restaurant would like at a certain point like a lot of people would kind of have to face the fact that they're not as good of a cook as they think they are yeah in a world sure where, like every restaurant is is like available right but who cares really who like, cares if, if somebody enjoys your food then you keep it open because it doesn't cost anything yeah it's like it's like gadisco like gadisco i'm sure opens up every day or maybe not maybe he's only he open opens up whenever. whenever he wants and then it's like Two people come in, and he's like, "Well, sure, that's, that's all, all he cares about." Yeah, you're you're like feeding those few people who like love what you do, and that's sort of, that's sort of the thing that like you learn as a creator of any kind. Like you always start out like, "Man, I really want to be big, right? Like yeah. I want to be like a big named creator in whatever field." And eventually, you learn that like it's much better to touch lives in any way you can, even if it's just in a small way. Yeah, and. Everybody is somebody's favorite, regardless of, like, what other people may think about it. Yeah. I hope that's true for what I do. I don't think it is. You're definitely my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, that's because, like, we're married and you have to say that. You're my favorite guy on (laughs) M-Class. You're my favorite guy on M-Class. Well, you're my favorite guy on everything you do. Well, you're my favorite guy on everything you do. Well, let's kiss. All right, podcast over. See you next week. <laughs> I gotta finish this one. Oh, well, I guess we didn't answer. Is JG a common abbreviation for Jay Gordon or Junior Grade? It's I not a common abbreviation know. for anything. Yeah, I've never heard anyone besides JG Hertzler and JG Wentworth. Uh, please etch your responses in stone at these coordinates. And then he wrote, let's pretend I actually bothered to write some LOL, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I don't hear back from you guys soon, I'm going to come back in time and abduct you in a converted telephone booth slash 150G Wi-Fi station. <laughs> Be excellent and stuff. J.G. Herdman, Enterprise X, class of 3369. I think the real issue here is we're only up to 150 uh, Wi-Fi Gs. <laughs> It's a thousand, three hundred, thirteen hundred years in the future. We're we're moving slow through the G's because there's a giant like conspiracy fueled like anti like six G movement, and then there's yeah. one for everyone afterwards. Yeah, you gotta you gotta parse them out slowly. Uh, thanks for that email, JG Herdman. Hopefully, we uh, rambled long enough to give you a coherent answer for your uh, paper. <laughs> for your yes. Space paper. What's that next email, Josh? And it's not the audible one. I clicked on that one, but then I remembered. I know you did. I felt it you, in my how soul. How do you know? How do you know? It's from Desrath. Uh, Desrath. The, <laughs> the title for this email is... Uh, I'll try to do my best, Jeff, here. This next email is from... Shit, it's a long one. 
the email title. <laughs> and it's not is the best it's part. Not, yeah. Uh, hey there, Trek boys. Don't have much time to write because I'm at a pit stop on the way home from Redacted, Ohio City. <laughs> they should all be wow. Redacted. Dude, Redacted's my favorite Ohio City. While on my trip, I was li- listening to some old episodes and I heard Jack Carpenter write in about how great 5x5 is and wanted to add my voice to the Go Watch 5x5 chorus. Well, thank you. It's yeah, a long day. 5 was dope. It was ridiculous, and they paid us for it, and they they wound up hating me for it because I didn't care about their corporate agenda. <laughs> you gotta get that corporate synergy. I'm sure they're still a company. I'm sure everyone who works there is still doing stuff and making things. Doubt it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it really was ahead of its time. So much so that while I enjoy it when it came out, I loved it a few years later. Really couldn't say more nice. Thi- oh, finished being. <laughs> <laughs> See you next piss break. Captain Desrath of the USS Lollipop. That's a crazy. The USS Lollipop pee. Because he pees. <laughs> Sorry. I missed that. For urine. For pee pees. Uh, uh, yeah, I do we're love always. How this email is exactly long enough when read to be a pee as well. It's really you good. Think? <laughs> I should read it when I'm taking my next hot number one. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, we're always ahead of our time. We're never right on time, which is bad. We're not wizards. We're always early. That's true. Yeah. That's very true of the continue boys. We're not, uh... We don't get to reap the benefits. Game I'm always, ex- <laughs> I'm always extremely late. At Are everything. You? Like, every time there's, like, a big trend to make art for something, by the time I finish the art and put it out, everyone's just done with it. I notice sometimes I'll take a picture of something. I'll do like a setup or whatever, and then I know, I I see people do a similar thing, and I'm like, are they are they like, am I like influencing them to do Ooh, that? Influencer, Josh. Am I an influencer? You should change all of your social medias to say influencer. <laughs> oh my god, I have to fucking kill myself then. Now you might be. People um, rip people off all the time. It doesn't it's matter okay. what level of fame you're at. It's okay. Like I don't think of it like. I don't know, in the toy, like, photography community, like, I don't really think of it as ripping off, because, like, I I get it. I, people want to try it. They want to see if they... I get that. I think it's cool. They're I don't ripping know. Ripping you off, dog. They're pretty, they're pretty chill about stuff. I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely... Being influenced is different than being... Than, like, straight up ripping off. Yeah. Like, uh, I think everybody is influenced artistically. Yeah, There's I don't really think we're no using influenced, that. like, in the Instagram sense, right? Like... Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, we're saying more like, uh, uh, like you see something in their work that you really like sort of clicks with you and you'd like to try yourself. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's like wanting, like seeing a pang and being like, I want to try to do that. It's the same thing. (laughs) I really thought words were going to come out of my mouth and they didn't. They didn't. I'm extremely sleepy, everyone, which I think has come across in this last 80 episodes of M Class Podcast. Jeffy is sleepy. I'm a sleepy boy. Jeffy is so coffee for his sleepy baby. I'm taking nappy naps. Oh, my poopy poopy diaper. Look, you fuck. You fuck. You fuck. <laughs> Our next email is from Lieutenant Fresh Rye. It's entitled Ships. Snails and Trek Boy Tales. Oh man, it's cool like Grimm's fairy tale. Oh hi there, Trek Boys. Hello? 
Hope you guys pre-pissed yawn pants for all the spooks that shall be inflicted upon ye this month. Man, they're right on. They know. They do know, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this brings me to a more serious topic. Wow, I didn't that mean went... To, I didn't mean to read that, like, Onyx the Fortuitous. <laughs> if I, anybody I got, knows that guy. I got scared, like, when, like, your girlfriend is like, we need to talk. I got that oh, no. same scared. I, re- I read that exactly like the fucking I- influencer... Onyx the Fortuitous. I don't know who that is. Hope you guys have pre-pissed yon pants for all the spooks that shall be inflicted upon ye this month. You don't remember? Arby's boys, roll out. I don't remember that. Fuck. It's so fucking funny. (laughs) Anyway, while I have been enjoying all the Trip Tucker love slash mocking as of late, the sticking point of saying, why does he love catfish if he's from Florida, is a bit closed-minded. Oh, no, here we go. I can't believe we're really going into this. We're we're bigots because we said Florida people don't like catfish. (laughs) Saying someone can only love a dish that's a regional delicacy from their residence is illogical. That's like saying Josh can only like cheesesteak or Wawa's or soft pretzels or Wonder Ice or Tasty Cake. You mean Wonder Ice? That's all he eats. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not allowed to eat anything else. Um, it's obvious him loving catfish is supposed to be because he's the southern guy. Is why we pointed it out. That's being why strange. we're pointing it out. Yes, that's we're not saying he's not allowed to like it. We're saying that what obviously a strange takeaway from what we were saying. Obviously, he's allowed to like catfish. Obviously, that's fine. Uh, speaking of catfish, the plot threshold is basically the same the one, uh, as that one chapter of Uzumaki by Junji Ito. I know what that is. <laughs> where the dude slowly turns into a snail. It even has two snail people fucking and laying eggs. Although what? in the Voyager episode, it doesn't end with Chakotay stomping the offspring into mush. What? Oops, gotta run. My In-N-Out burger in California rolls just arrived. Get it? Because we, th- we think that you can only eat things from your state. I didn't know he was from California. Uh, signed Lieutenant Fresh Rye, Chief Spirogra- Spirographer. Spirographer? Aboard the USS Cargo. Uh, I've read that. It has, it's like got a name. Um, I bet if I just type in Genji Ito Snail. He, somebody crushes him at the end? Yeah. It's called Slug Girl. Oh, I've heard of Slug Girl. I've heard of that. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it was gross. <laughs> uh, a lot of Jinji Ito stuff is pretty fucking yeah. gross, but it's great. Like, he did my favorite... I've talked about this before, like, everything I ever say. But he did my favorite version of Frankenstein ever. It was called Dankenstein? Yeah, and he gets fucking ripped on some bong ribs, bro. He huffs a Satan fart and gets fucking... Well, wait, uh, Frankenstein's monster is not from California, so he would not be doing dank (laughs) bong ribs. I don't mean to make fun of you, Fresh Rye, but I do. What's our next email? (laughs) Our next email is from Curicle. Uh, Yo! Okay, it's called, uh, it's titled Five Hour Drive. Do you try to take a five hour energy? Anyway, this episode brought to you by Five Hour Energy. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Good evening, boys of Trek. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Thanks for the keeping me awake and focused for the five hour drive I just finished. You're welcome. You are very welcome. 
I'm on my first overnight trip for work in over two years because of the pandemic, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and blasted some of the backlog Patreon-exclusive content I unlocked for the low, low cost of a toonie, which is that, $1 in Canada. A toonie is a $2. $2 in Canada, sorry. A loony is a $1. I have a toonie because I went there. A loony has a goose on it, and that's why loon. it's called a loony. A loon, and a yeah. toonie doesn't, but it's two dollars, so it's a toonie. I heard that they were people wanted to call it a berry because it's got a bear on it. Yeah, but they thought that was dumb, so they called loony, it something more. Loony and toonie so, are better. It's they called it more sophisticated toonie. <laughs> it's a toonie. Uh, I am such a mess that I forgot to pack pants. I managed to get to Walmart before they closed to snag a pair. That's awesome. <laughs> You forgot to pack pants? That sucks. <laughs> That's crazy. If not, I would have shown up to my work site in the morning with pant- with the pink shorts I left the house in. Amazing. I could have just owned that, though, so no big deal. Just getting, just getting chilly in the mornings now. <laughs> yeah, the pink shorts wouldn't have lasted for too long in this weather. No, not in Canada. Here's a question uh, for you to focus. Here, here's a question for you to discuss, and also a sneaky way to get Josh to make the TNJ door chime beep beep boop boop sound. (laughs) (laughs) What are your favorite Star Trek sounds? Sound effects. What are okay? What are your favorite Star Trek sound effects? Uh, Uh, Mine personally. Yeah, yeah, what are they? I love the sound it makes when people fade out of existence when they get hit with a phaser in TOS. <laughs> like, the phaser is like, and it goes, <laughs> It probably would sound like, um, like something being lit on fire real quick. Right? I, I like, like the, in the movies when somebody gets hit with a phaser and screams bloody fucking murder as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like when they scream in that, like, echoey like they're being vaporized scream oh yeah it's horrifying it's horrible yeah but it's cool and it echoes and it's like where the fuck did they go they went to another dimension they went to the home for infinite losers (laughs) do you have one of those shirts no i made them but i don't have them oh you made them that's right you made them uh i think um the only person I know who actually has one, or I think actually has one, is uh, Billy Kumo owns one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Not because he's a loser. I, that sounded terrible. <laughs> I bet, I bet it makes sense. they're tank tops, and they're used for working out, and he works out all the time. Yeah, that's what I meant, because he's super strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's some of mine are that. I like just the, the Elkar's button sound. Boop. I like that. Oh yeah, those are so soothing. If like I could feel the pad, like if I, oh, it feels like boop 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 in my brain. I love I the extremely it. loud clothing rustling noise when Picard does the Picard maneuver because his microphone is in there. <laughs> I I do love that. Personally, I love the ambient noise and the hum of the Enterprise and TNG. I was gonna say that too. Oh, it's, it's great s- to fall asleep, too. Yeah, it is. It's that same comforting sound that leads to falling asleep in a car. Yes. Oh, no. I wish there was a 10-hour uh, Enterprise sound with rain on the hull. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how would you hear the rain also? That's Where a is good rain? question. Where's the space rain coming the, from? The comet tail, maybe? Maybe they go through a comet tail? I don't know. 
Which brings yeah. me full which brings me full circle. Thanks for keeping me awake enough to dodge two skunks and a fox on my drive through New Brunswick tonight. You heard it here first, folks. M Class Podcast saving wildlife across multiple countries. That's right. I don't think we can eat fox though, because we're not from Fox Eating Ohio. <laughs> The birth of a new ongoing joke at one of our listeners' expense. It was bound to happen again sometime. <laughs> Keep on trekking with your babilums out, Curicle. Thanks, oh Curicle. My God, thank you for that email, Curicle. That was great. So good. You know what's really great? You know what's the fucking best? I do. Balefire! <laughs> this month, M Class Podcast and M Class Email is supported halfway. Our patrons support us. Well, we love all of you. Patreon.com slash podcast. But it's supported by the chiptune heavy metal band Balefire. Fuck yes. Straight out of Oklahoma City, the sound is described as what you hear when you look at the cool vans with the dope wizards painted on them. Soaring guitars like wizard lightning from atop their spires. Heavy riffs like barbarian axes. Epic Game Boy melodies and solos that are summoned from chaos demons. And thundering drums like an orc horde. <laughs> That's Balefire, baby. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Every album needs a money-making, booty-bouncing, milf-pleasing hook. And this one fucking kills you. Damn. The new album, Quest or Die, out on Halloween 2021. <laughs> Quest or Die. Pick that shit up, baby. Balefire.bandcamp.com or on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere. Better music is sold. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at Summon Balefire. Balefire! Balefire! Fuck yeah. Dope as fuck. And you know, we only got one more email. Told oh, you it was a shorty this time shit. around. Oh my god, dude. We're at like 38 minutes. That's perfect. This, shit. this is the perfect amount. It's supposed to be an hour long fucking podcast. People got shopping to do. It's okay. We'll give them a shorty. <laughs> shopping? Yeah. They gotta go pick up some food, like TV dinners and such. What state do TV dinners come from? I don't want <laughs> to cross the borders. I feel like TV dinners would be like Michigan or something. I'm only fr I'm from West Virginia, so I can only eat pepperoni rolls and, and coal. Uh, coal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, our last email from the evening is from David S. Mm -hmm. And it's entitled, One Weird Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh god howdy boys hello <laughs> hope y'all have been able to get a good night's sleep cause lately I've been having the worst nightmares damn I'm sorry it all started after Sally Mae and I visited what used to be the home world of the Toys R Usians <laughs> what but is now the suspicious partners implementing really irritating thaumaturgy or spirit Halloween plan <laughs> That's the last time I asked for Halloween tips from Pork. Dude. Dude, that's ingenious. That's S-P-I-R-I-T. Spirit Halloween Planet. Suspicious partners implementing really irritating thaumaturgy. That's brilliant, and we definitely talked about that same exact shit. Man, you are the fucking best. 
Um, <laughs> after we beam down and sit through a live performance by Destiny's great great grandchild, oh we head God. into the castle. Now I'll bet you credits to Navy Beans. You can't guess what we found in there. <laughs> it's, it's what he says. Yeah. That's right. An annoying couple of mages. From the hokey monster sounds, fake webs, and cheesy dungeons, this might be the worst haunted house I ever been to. <laughs> Boys, can you tell me about the best haunted house you ever been to? Heck, I'll settle for any haunted house story y'all got. Finally, after a ton of talking, barely any spooky stuff, this lady starts anamorphing, turns into a giant <laughs> cat, and keeps yelling in the windows. It was easily the best part of the whole trip. I guess you can call me David Braga, because that giant oh. puss had me screaming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, like, broke my brain. That, like, shut my brain off. Okay, that's the best thing anyone's ever emailed us. Holy shit. I can't tell you how funny that is like i like my brain doesn't work right it's not (laughs) here's the thing about josh if he finds something like extremely funny he will just like shut down and be like oh my god that's hilarious without (laughs) laughing at all and it's that's the highest compliment he has for you (laughs) i I, like in awe of how funny that is (laughs) anyhow Happy spooky season, son. David S. <laughs> amazing. Holy shit, that's amazing. Great email. Oh my god, I want to get that framed. <laughs> you could. Oh, I'm like crying. There's like a tear running down my face. David Braga, because that giant puss had me screaming. <laughs> Fuck. The worst part about it is that if you haven't listened to so much M Class, you won't get that joke. No idea what I'm talking about. It is. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, David S. This is why you have your own fucking segment on our show. This is like Holy a, shit. This is like your your fucking masterpiece. Whew. That was like the exact opposite reaction from the fresh rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're from Earth, so we all can enjoy that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Fresh Ray. <laughs> oh, shit. Have you ever been to a haunted house? Uh, yeah. They all suck. They're all yeah. really bad. Uh, one time I went, when I first met Zane, we went to one, and, uh, I had to stop and tie my shoe in the middle, and I still haven't heard the end of it to this day. But why? Because <laughs> I was like, stop, hold on. <laughs> I had to tie my shoe. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, she was, like, freaking out. Yeah. And uh, that was the same one where a dude got, like, all up in my face, and I went to kiss him, and he broke character. Ah, fuck you, man! Ah, fucking <laughs> He's right oh next to me. Oh, my God. What a baby. Yeah. We went to a uh, carnival recently. They had a haunted um, house? Or it was just um, a haunted carnival? It was, it was, like, a... I wish it was a haunted carnival. It was, yeah. like, um... We were all masked up and everything and vaccinated, but, like, uh, it was really obvious no one else was, which made oh, yeah. me very uncomfortable. Yeah. But um, we went to a, um, they had a haunted ride. It was, like, a haunted house ride. Cool. And we went into it, and it literally had a broken Frankenstein's monster animatronic that didn't move. And a ghost, <laughs> like a sheet ghost. No. And then it was empty the rest of the way. Nuh-uh. We came out and I was like, dude, I think your ride's broken. There's only two animatronics in there. And he was like, nah, 
That's how it is. Uh, <laughs> what? I was like, I bought a ticket for this, man. Like, <laughs> dude, what? I would have been like, we're leaving. Did you get a fried Oreo at least? I didn't get a fried Oreo, but I did get a bunch of other fried shit. Did you get a funny? Oh, I did get a fried Oreo, actually. Yeah, I fuck also you. Got a fr- I got a fried Twinkie. Oh, I never had a Twinkie, but I do like It was like pretty the good. It was pretty goddamn good. Fried pickles are good, too. I like those. I don't know where they're from, but I, I risk it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last one. That's the last one. It's probably not. That's the last one, though. <laughs> That's probably not. Until next week. <laughs> the, um... He's gonna be so mad. I can't wait. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, we love you. Yeah, we're joking around. But um, the we got went on the Ferris wheel, right? Mm-hmm. And it had it wasn't like a Ferris wheel where the bucket is attached by the sides, where it goes like there's like a bar that goes straight through that yeah. attaches to the to uh, the other side, yeah, to the sides of the spinning wheel. Yeah, there was like uh, a secondary spinning wheel that had like. Uh, a big shaft attached to the middle of a bucket we were sitting in, basically. Okay, and it was just free? like It was of... just free hanging. Yeah. And it was like, it seemed somewhat sturdy. Like, everything at a carnival seems like a little shaky, right? Oh, yeah. But, like, I, Crystal is, like, a quarter of my size. So, mm-hmm. like, the bucket is just hanging straight down with me in it. I and I was like just that. like, boy... I thought I wasn't afraid of heights anymore, but I guess I ain't. <laughs> I don't like that, dude. I saw that video. Dude, of... the back of my head was pointed at the ground. Straight down. What the fuck? I was like, this is not... I wasn't tied in or anything. I was just like, this of sucks. Of course not. There's no I don't belts. care for this. I saw that video of those people at a carnival, like, a, a, a crowd of them holding the, the Ferris wheel. Or, not the those that swinging boat ride. That swings back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were holding it up from falling over, and I was like, this is why I don't go to fucking carnivals. Like, well, yeah, like, carnivals have to be extremely cheaply, I like, can't. upkept. Yeah. Or, because they are they don't make enough money to, like, fix anything. Yeah, also, like, they need to move that stuff, right? So, like, yeah. it has to be, like, disassemblable, and it's, I, no thanks. No thanks. I'm good. I don't like fun. No good. No, I'm good. <laughs> I got on one of those rides that like makes it seem like you're about to ram head first into other people. Oh yeah, that was pretty fun. That's called a car, Jeff. It was uh, whoa. That's called a uh, bumper cars. <laughs> no, it's like uh, there's this big. Uh, I'm super great at describing carnival rides, as I just uh, said earlier. If it's not the gravitron, I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, it's like got. Uh, like benches that are attached by an arm and they just keep swinging around each other and it looks like they're about to hit but then they miss yeah I don't know that one I don't think I've ever seen that one um, that was fun I'd never been on one of those before it was pretty fun I don't the like... haunted house ride was like the most garbage I just hold I just hold purses uh, I did go through this one haunted house when I was a kid at Camden Park, which you can see in Fallout 76 if you play it. I played that. I was there. Yeah, at Camden Park, they have a ha- they had a haunted house ride. I don't know if they do anymore. It's been like 20-some years. But uh, they had a haunted house ride that had all the spooky Frankenstein's monsters and Draculas and shit in it. I like how you say and- Frankenstein's monster. Like, uh, you don't want to get heat from saying Frankenstein. Uh, I know how our podcast works. Um, I don't want to say people can only eat catfish from one state. But um, 
the at the very end of the ride they had uh, a dude's head get chopped open and his brain flop out on a plate in front of you with like blood spurting was everywhere. it supposed to be that way <laughs> yeah and i like scr- like i was a little kid i like fuck i was like ha 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 frankenstein's monster ha 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 dracula ha, ha. yeah and then like i go around the corner and it's just like flunk oh that's awesome and i screamed at the top of my lungs and after i got out i was like oh my god it was so scary and i stood there for a minute and the next ride went through and it was all like laughing and happy and then a scream <laughs> screams again yeah and i could just hear that for the rest of the day like people going ha 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 <laughs> you're traumatized you got fucking pts for that shit man it was so funny hearing it for the rest of the day, though, because I could just hear when people got to that point in the ride every time. Dude, we used to go to Shady Maple, Shady Brook, uh, in Newtown, and uh, they had a haunted hayride. And at the end, they would play the uh, Holy Diver by uh, Killswitch Engage every every year. <laughs> and we would we would fucking wait for it, and we would like stand up and air guitar and shit. And like these kids were like, "You guys like really like this." <laughs> and we're like, motherfucking holy diver! And we would just be like insane. Half of us were like rolling on acid, dude. Like, oh my god, sounds about right. Good, it was a good time. I I miss that man. I miss that like fall. You got a hoodie on, some gloves on. Ah, oh, oh, let's go. Fall still happens, sort of. No, no, it doesn't. Not not like it used to, but it still sort of happens. It's starting to get cooler now. Feels Is this our heated. first breaking news on the show? They found the Zodiac killer. What? Apparently they think they know who the Zodiac Killer is. Is this this breaking news right now? We're breaking the story? We're breaking the story. Twitter's talking about it, apparently. Cold Case Team says Zodiac Killer ID'd, linking him to another murder. Wow. Apparently he's dead. He died in... Why is that all Fox links? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Uh, Comicbook.com... Slash IRL slash news. Uh, Zodiac killer allegedly identified by investigators. And there's a video of Blade killing a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Was the Zodiac killer a vampire? Is the Zodiac killer Blade? Did we find that out? No, Blade just doesn't pay his taxes. He's not a serial killer. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Remember when Wesley Snipes was like, Bye! Gary Post. Yeah. Gary Francis Post. If you're a patron, Gary, get off there. We don't want your money. He's dead. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. He died like four years ago. take your dead money. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, Well, that's your breaking news two weeks late on this one. I guess it's a week late if you're a patron, which I'm guessing Fresh Rye is not anymore. Sorry about that. (laughs) No! We do love you, but we are going to make fun of you. (laughs) That's how you know we like you. That's true. We're bullies. We're gaslighting bullies. <laughs> now, thank you, everybody, for writing in. We appreciate you all a ton. Yes, and a special thank you again to Balefire. Balefire! For, for being our dope-ass patron this month. We appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, our awesome. uh, sponsor. Metroid Mike is also a patron, which we appreciate. We appreciate all of you fucking patrons. To the moon and back, thank you all so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar, you get access to 
Uh, a lot of stuff. Just uh, cool stuff. So many really shows. There's like 48 shows we do. We have hundreds of Patreon-exclusive posts. Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds. We do post M-Class a week early, which is probably about a quarter of that, maybe half. But Emails, yeah. That's still hundreds of posts without it, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, join up. Patreon.com slash M-ClassPodcast. Uh, thank you, everybody who wrote in. Um, head on over to Twitter, at M-ClassPodcast, to follow us. And uh, shoot us a review over on iTunes. We'd appreciate that, uh, no matter what you got to say. That'd I'm sure Fresh Rye has some choice words for us. No. Head over to iTunes. No. <laughs> uh, thank you again, though, everybody. We love you. And uh, we'll be back in uh, another week with some more M-Class. See ya. Bye. fire. Bellfire. It's been a long week. Since the last email It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email Class. 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 Class.